0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 10 Minutes in the Field, The Kids Edition. Now, Faith and I came up with an idea that since we uh, locked up at home because of the virus, we wanted to do some uh, reading of the kids' stories. And then uh, Faith is here with us tonight. And uh, Faith, say hello. Hi. All right. Faith will be asking the questions as we read the story, and uh, they're here listening in with Sophie. Sophie, say hi. Alright, so this is the thing, we're going to be doing the book of Genesis, but we're going to go a couple of verses into the book of Genesis. Uh, we'll start with the story of Joseph. Why? Because Joseph had dreams, but you'll realize that most of his life, it felt like these dreams were being shattered. It, it, didn't, sound like, uh, it didn't sound like God was doing anything in his life, as much as he had given him dreams to be able to think about of what he wanted to become in the future. What God wanted to become in the future. And so, we will start with the story of Joseph. Now, before we start the story, I'd like you to give you a background of what was happening. Now, remember in Genesis chapter 1 to chapter 2, God was creating the
1: earth.
0: God was creating the earth. And then in chapter 3, what happened?
1: The serpent fooled Eve into eating the fruit. Mm-hmm. She did it mm-hmm. and gave Adam... Mm-hmm. Then when God entered the garden, Mm -hmm. he already knew that what they had done was sin.
0: Was sin. And so what did God do? God chased Adam and Eve out of the garden. And so what happened was, man became more and more sinful over the years. And then what happened was God chose one man, Abraham. And he chose him and called him and said, Abraham, I want to make you a great nation. But he gave Abraham a son. What was Abraham's son's name? Isaac. Isaac. And then Isaac also had another son. What was his name? Jacob. Jacob. And so right now we are starting with the story of Joseph. But we have to remember Jacob was his father. Jacob also had how many sons again? Twelve. Twelve sons. And Joseph is one of them. So the story begins right now with Jacob taking over as the head of the tribe. Now, you also have to understand that we're reading this story from the Action Bible that was done by a gentleman who was a former student of World of Life, by the way. His name is Sergio Cario. Uh, He's an accomplished artist since childhood. He has been drawing regular comic strips for his uh, city's newspaper by age 11. He later worked for Marvel and DC Comics. He attended the Joe Kuback School of Cartoon and Graphic Arts, as well as the World of Life Bible Institute. He currently resides in Florida with his wife, Lucia, And so this is where we're reading this story from. You can check out this on Amazon and maybe be able to buy a copy of this Bible for your children. And so the story begins with Jacob taking over as the head of the tribe. He settles his family in his father's land of Canaan. His sons take care of his flocks of sheep. But one day, Joseph tells his father That his brothers have been misbehaving out in the field. And the father says, I'm ashamed of all of you. I need you to be responsible like your little brother, Joseph here. It's okay, dad. That's what I'm here for. Oh, Joseph, you really are a special kid. There goes father with his favorite son. I can't believe he told on us. What next? Father puts him in charge of all the flocks. I'll never take orders from Joseph. One day, Jacob gives his beloved son a special gift. Your father had this coat made just for you, his mom said. For me, it's just like a chief's stained robe. Now, the next time Joseph goes out to the field, he shows off his new coat. His brothers become even more jealous but that is nothing compared to how they feel. This reminds me, I had a dream last night. We were all binding grain when we finished. All of your bundles bow down to mine. Bow down to you? Never. But Joseph doesn't get the hint. I had another dream. This time, the sun, moon, and stars bowed down to me. Joseph, stop your boasting. Do you really think your mother brother and I will serve you, says his father. But he's thinking, hmm, could this dream really be from God? Jacob soon forgets his own anger towards Joseph. But the second dream whips the older brother's hatred into a burning rage. He thinks he's a star. I'll show him how far a star can fall. Joseph's dreams made his brothers hate him but his father is blind to the danger. While the older brothers are tending sheep far in the land of Shechem, Jacob sends Joseph to find them. Go check on the flocks and the brothers and let me know how things are going. But when the brothers see Joseph approaching, here comes that arrogant dreamer. I have had enough of his talk. Let's get rid of him. Joseph's brothers pounce on him, strip him of his fine coat, and throw him down an empty well. Then they talk about how to get rid of him for good. Let's just, let's just, let's just let him starve. Wait, see that caravan coming. We could sell Joseph to them as a slave. Then we get rid of him and make some money. So the brothers pull Joseph. Out of the empty well and drag him to the caravan this boy is our slave but he talks too much much money would you give us for him hmm. he's handsome he's a handsome boy we should bring a good price in egypt at most i could offer 15 shekels but i am they closed his mouth be still slave hey hey see always talking look 20 shekels and you've got a deal. Reuben has been watching the ship and trying to find out how to save Joseph. But the caravan is well out of sight by the time Reuben discovers that his brothers have gone. Where is Joseph? What have you done with him? We sold him to some traders bound for Egypt. Joseph can annoy foreigners for a change. Here is your share of the money. I sold him... Oh no, what will we tell father? Back at home, the brothers carry out their cruel plan. We found this bloody court, but we are not sure who it is. Do you think it's... Uh, it's Joseph! The lion must have killed him! Joseph, my son! Oh, my son! While Jacob mourns the death of his beloved son, Joseph is sold, at auction in egypt look this boy is strong and handsome he'll make a fine slave even in the king's palace how much am i bid 30 shekels at this point in the story we're in genesis chapter 39 oh god please help me how is this your plan joseph said and so Jacob's favorite son becomes a slave of Potiphar, king, captain of the king's guard. But Joseph does not beg for pity. He puts his trust in God and holds up his head proudly. Soon, the spoiled young boy becomes a hard-working young man. Joseph has become my best slave, Potiphar said. He doesn't act like a slave. Tell me more about him. Hmm. Faith. Yes. Do you have any questions right now that you would like to ask, of how far the story has come?
1: Well, I have one question. Mm-hmm. Is it true that sometime God, sometimes God does things that we think are wrong, but they are actually good? He uses, bad, Does he use bad things for good?
0: Well, that's a very good question. It's a very interesting question and uh, you asked that question also knowing that today we are home, going through some very difficult times, we can't leave home, we cannot be able to go to church, we cannot see our friends and uh, that that in every way is uh, according to us really bad because some people are sick, some have died because of this virus. But is it possible that God would use circumstances like this to accomplish good? Now, I honestly cannot give you an answer in terms of uh, what this virus situation really entails. But one thing I can promise you is God is always in control. And God is always good. I'll give you an example. Did you know, Okay, we were together, remember on Sunday when we were able to attend church with at home? At home? a church that was taking place miles and miles away. And so one of the things that I really think is that God has given pastors right now wisdom and is providing them with tools not just to concentrate on the people who live around their church but to think of other people who live miles and miles away from their church. And they're using a very simple tool like the internet to be able to have church that is all over the globe. And so I think, yes, there must be difficult times happening right now. People are hurting, their families which are hurt right now. But I also believe that God is using these circumstances to grow his church, to grow his people. For example, we've been able to spend so much time together as a family. Something what I've never been able to do if there was work. Don't you think that's a good thing? Yes. You think it's a good thing?
1: Out of the bad.
0: Out of the bad. Awesome. Would you like to pray for the children out there who are at home right now, who may not be able to go out to play? Just ask God to be able to calm their hearts, to be able to stay home right now, and uh, grow together as a family, maybe read more of their Bible. Would you like to do that? All right, please lead us in prayer.
1: Let's pray. Dear Lord, please help those children who don't know you. Please help this go over the internet so that we can share the word of of God out in all over the globe. Just like
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to 10 Minutes in the Field. I think that was awesome on the kids edition. We hope to see you soon and uh, may God continue to bless you during this time. Be encouraged. God is good.
1: All the time. And
0: all the time.
1: God is good and that's his nature. Wow.
0: Awesome. See you later. Bye bye.